Hey, y'all, before we get started, if you haven't connected with us over on Instagram or Twitter, it is at NFTs, number four, newbies. Again, NFTs for newbies. We post a lot of behind the scenes stuff, some extra tips and tricks and education around this crazy world of Web3 and NFTs. Find us on Instagram or Twitter, NFTs for newbies. World of Women. You may have heard of them because they are one of the most popular and well-known NFT projects in the world. They are building a thriving community that celebrates representation, inclusivity, and equality for all. And we were lucky enough as newbies to be able to connect with their co-founders, Yom and Roth, for this incredible in-depth interview that we cut into two parts. And this is part two of that conversation. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. So Heather and I, uh, we started this podcast uh, back in August, about a month after you released your collection. And she had a V friend, a couple of V friends. I had a world of women and something completely random. And we decided when we met in person for the first time, why don't we just start a podcast so we could like just learn on the fly and educate people. We never expected anything to happen. And the next thing we know, we're like, we are the number one NFT podcast in the world. The downloads are through the roof. We're just doing amazing things. And the reason I'm mentioning that is because at some point, you guys were a project. But Yam, you said company. We are a seven-month-old company. Raf was talking about it being a brand. At what point does a project actually transition to a brand or a company? Um, I think it really depends on the objectives of the founders of said project, you know, because I think that some projects are happy with being just that, a collectible project and a collection of art pieces, and that's completely fine. Um, but I think it really depends on what you want to do. You know, if you want to be just a collection of art and do everything that's related to NFTs, that's great. Some people want to go further. They want to become a video game or I don't know, do things in the metaverse. And that's great as well. I feel like there's many different things that you can do for us. Becoming a company was inevitable because this is how we felt from the beginning. And also because of the things that we wanted to achieve, this is something that we couldn't do by simply being a collection so so far as it was just like a clear path because of the motivations that we had and and that's why Raph also says that we're a brand because indeed there's a lot of licensing going on uh with the world of women ip and and so yeah we do licensing agreements but uh but yeah indeed we are officially like a company because we're an actual registered company you know like uh that's why i was saying that uh, but I think, yeah, indeed, it really depends on what you want to do. And there's no like right path, I think. Where did you guys learn your philosophy and uh, just learn about business? You said you were a freelancer before and you were in tech. Like, what are you guys pulling from and how are you guys learning how to how to build? Well, basically, you you have to. Actually, it's not, it's not your choice. I mean, at one point, because all of a sudden you have uh, 3,000, when we started roughly 3,000 holders uh, overnight that are believing in your product. 
So you kind of have to make it work. I mean, the, the projects, I believe, that don't translate into a brand or a proper company are the ones whose floor just fall down and then breaks, and then there is no not much interest into building a brand out of it. But we have we had really no choice, and it was like, okay, well, let's go 100%. Let's let's commit to it, and then you really learn on 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 the fly, on the go. Like like you do with your podcast, we we did that, and you also see what works on the side. You get counsel from other projects that succeeded, from other people, and uh, and even from within the community, you have very strong and very powerful people within our community that can also give us tips, and we listen to the tips, and then we grow the brand from that. When you are kind of getting, maybe looking at other peripheral projects and you're seeing what they're doing, and then all of a sudden you start having big names. And I saw, I think you and Eva Longoria uh, do an Instagram live. Like, what are these people saying to you, uh, you know, about your project? And could you ever have like imagined this is a conversation you would have? <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I honestly never thought I would do anything extraordinary in my life. Like, this is literally how I felt. Um, that's just the way it is. You know, you have a shitty job. You have no no money. Like, I mean, you never think you're going to do anything with your life, really. You think you're going to hustle and hustle until one day you're old. Uh, so, no, I obviously never thought that I would speak with Eva Longoria one day and that Reese Witherspoon, who I grew up watching in her amazing rom-coms, uh, would end up, like, buying my art, you know and, and like supporting what I'm doing like there is no part of me ever in my life that even like imagined or dreamt about that because it was just not realistic <laughs> so uh for me it's really unreal yeah like uh when, when these things and these interactions happen it's crazy to hear uh that what you're doing matters Hey guys, we're going to take a really quick break to let you know about a course that I went through that I really loved and it's called NFTs Simplified. Now, this is from Sean Spacey who came out with this really short, easy to digest NFT course to help brand new newbies learn the how and why behind NFTs, how to buy NFTs, what in the world is minting phase, secondary market, a little bit about security. I originally connected with Sean because I loved his graphics and the way that he was able to draw out and literally simplify this whole NFT game. And even being in the space for quite a while and understanding some of these basic concepts when I went through the course, I just loved it and actually learned some things. It's linked up in the show notes. It's NFTs simplified and it's only 19 bucks. So click over there, grab the course. If you're like me and you need to see things visually drawn out, Sean's going to help you out. Again, that is NFTs Simplified. The very beginning, you said, you know, I was just a freelancer and it wasn't like a glamorous life or anything. And I think most people listening to this can really relate to that. I know I've been in that position. Rich has been in that position. And like you have this craft and this art that's so meaningful to you. And when it's not being seen by tons of people and it doesn't feel like it's making a difference and you wonder if you're ever going to make any money, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who are in that position right now and they're wondering, is this NFT space for me? Is it not? And maybe just kind of at that point where you were just saying, do you have any, I guess, looking back words you would have shared with your previous self or anyone listening who may be in that position? You know, I think that trying something new can never be 
really that bad. So if you're someone, a creator that is looking into maybe discovering the NFT space and seeing if there's an opportunity there for you, I think you should totally go for it. That being said, I don't mean quit your job or whatever it is you're doing and go all in from the beginning. That would be really, really not good. But I mean by be an observer for a little while, learn about it, uh, do some homework, homework, you know, and figure out if this is something that could uh, be interesting for you. Because I'm sure that, I mean, I am uh, biased, okay? But I am sure that this space can provide a lot of different opportunities to different people. And it doesn't have to be only NFTs either. It's just the technology behind it. So I would say... Try something new, uh, learn about it, educate yourself and see if this is for you. I mean, that's what I did. You know, when I began this journey, I was 100% sure I would not sell anything. Like I've always been like very negative with things. Like I'd, I'd rather be disappointed than like the, from the beginning than afterwards, you know. But then it worked because I just put the work and the hours and I was trying my very best to make something happen uh, out of my art and myself. But indeed, if you decide to do it, it comes with a lot of commitment and a lot of hours and a lot of personal effort that you're going to put in. And you will have to do that simultaneously while you're working in your other job. So it's not going to be easy. I'd like to ask both of you, while Galaxy's coming, uh, hopefully this year, it looks like. Uh, so the second collection, essentially, how do you feel about the project and you know, the expectations to kind of deliver again? Like, is that, do you feel some pressure or what are you thinking? Yes, a lot of pressure. Yeah, and it is coming sooner than you think. But yeah, it is indeed a lot of pressure. I mean, I've had a lot of artistic work, but afterwards, like all four of us, the co-founders, we've had to talk a lot about the technical side of it and the value behind it and, and how this is going to be different or interesting. So we have this uh, super cool artist uh, that we've recently um, become friends with, and he was a listener of the show, and he reached out and heard a little bit of his story. He began um, at Disney for a long time, and then he moved over to Blue Sky Studios. He's worked in children's books. He worked on Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, and he had me at that. <laughs> really cool human. Um, his, <laughs> his name is Tom LaBoff. And um, when he heard that we were doing an interview with you, he created a really cool um, piece for you, Yum, that he minted and turned into an NFT. And no. um, I wanted to yes. show it to you real quick. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Let me screen share real quick. There we go. Do y'all see that? Oh. Wait, I have to zoom in. Oh my goodness. Uh. <laughs> this is so cute. Wow. He said he had some powerful women in his life and could uh, relate to the essence that he saw in you and your eyes. And that's what he came up with and created. So he minted that and what would be dropping it in your wallet. So big thank you to Tom. You're awesome, Tom. <laughs> oh, I'm so touched. And he told us to make sure uh, he, he calls it uh, Yam Aura. Uh, so we will get that to you. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy it. But it was very awesome of one of our listeners to go all out like that. Um, and we cannot, cannot thank you enough for taking the time to be with us on this show. We wish you nothing but the moon uh, going forward. Oh, thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Thank you, Heather. Bye, Rich. Bye, Heather. 